talking fight fans thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the knockout of the week featuring myself mike Orr, and my man center fan in the den doing it big like we always do bringing you the knockout of the week and you know what guys there wasn't many fights out there to watch but yes we did have a great knockout and that in the fight of devin sorry Gervonta davis and roland Rolly romero big fight Cedric, let's talk about this one. Yeah, man. Um, I was saying uh, this morning on the scorecard that uh, I haven't been this excited for for a uh, for for a nine to one favorite fight to watch a nine to one favorite fights and and you know because um, in, no- in normal circumstances, if you see that the odds are nine to one, you're probably going to not even think it's a competitive fight. Um, but Roley's talking. Roley talked himself into this into this position. And because uh, a lot of people were believing that he was going to win, yeah. Um, so he, he talked his way into the position. And the one thing I do appreciate about him though is that he he fought the way he talked. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of guys talk, will talk trash in in the pre fight conference. Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then they get out there, and then and then and it's a different ball game once they get that first. They feel that heat. <laughs> yeah. They feel that heat. But uh, yeah, but, but uh, Romero he he stuck to his word. Uh, well, he didn't get the first one, first round KO like he was predicting. No, but no, uh, he was coming forward, and uh, yeah, man, he he did his thing until he walked into that. Yo, he had he had tank he had tank fighting from the outside from the outside, which was you know not uh, not the usual for tank man. And uh, what a big shot though, big left. Um, yeah, yeah, he literally he literally um. And again, it wasn't just a, a random close your eyes and throw a punch throw. Like he stepped back. Yeah. If you notice, he actually slipped first. Roly threw a jab. Tank slipped it and threw the left at the same yeah. time. Um, so again, it wasn't just a random bomb that he threw. Like he he backed up, he did a defensive move first, slipped to the outside, and banged him with that with that overhand left. Shout out to Carl Carl from the UK. What up, what up? Davis, very impressive, but did we learn anything new? Um, again, well, to me, you know, what is, what's his record now? Now his record is 20, 27 to no, 27 to no with 20. I think he came into the fight 26 to no. He's now 27 to no. You're correct. 27 to yeah. no with 25 knockouts. Yeah. So the, the, he's anything new is that you can, you can be winning against the fight against tank and still get slept, put yeah. to sleep, put to sleep near the end. Um, so his power is real, uh, and yeah, I I, I believe in him. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, yes, five-time world champion Javante Tank Davis, boxing's hottest young attraction right now, has added his to his fast break highlight reel, and you know he retained that WBA lightweight title with a sensational knockout victory over previously unbeaten Rolando Romero. Uh, Last night, man. Guys, if you didn't have a chance to watch it, man, Davis, it was his return to the venue where he won his first world title via a star-making 2017 KO reel of Jose Pedraza. Um, And honestly, this was a great fight, man. The fierce rivals finally settled their war of words in the ring in a highly anticipated Yeah, and that's the other thing, too, about the the war of words. I always say it's, it's it's always a great fight when the two guys really don't like each other in real life. I was saying this a couple of weeks ago, Carl. You could, you could, you, you could uh, say something about this too. A couple of weeks ago, with uh, Amir Khan and Kel Brook, even though everybody knew that both guys were past their prime at the end of their careers, I knew it was going to be a good fight just because they don't like each other in real life. 
not yeah. just boxing wise, you know. So I knew I knew they were both going to bring it, and it was going to be a good fight just because of that alone. And that uh, reason why I brought that up is because these guys, Tank and Roly, were really talking um, some serious trash to each other. Well, actually, not not really Tank. Tank seemed more calm and uh, and was just calm and collective, like he's already been here before and had guys trying to talk to him, and it's and it's not phasing him. Roly was talking like he he was talking and talking and talking. Yeah. Um, but again, he, he, you know, at least he tried to back it up. He, he, he fought the way he talked and, uh, yeah, man, he was, he was, he still got a good career. He's still early in his career. So he still has, he's, he's still a young cat. He's now 14 and one, you know what? Let's just hope that that is a lesson to him, not a loss. Um, you know, while Romero was able to rise to his feet, referee David Fields had seen enough and waved off that, uh, you know, the fight at two, uh, 249 in the round, man, uh, you know, the fight was fairly even statistically with Davis only outlanding Romero 25 to 22, but with a significant edge in punch accuracy, 30% to 19, according to CompuBox. Uh, after the fight, Romero, uh, Romero uh, stated uh, his intention of a rematch while Davis thanked Romero for accepting the fight. Um, so, you know, it was a big thing, man. Uh, I did watch, you know, watching this fight, watching Romero get back to his dressing room. Uh, he was very out of it, even on the walk back. He didn't stay in the ring for afterwards. Uh, I think that was more embarrassment um, because he. I think in the moment he was more embarrassed because uh, just because all the talking that he was doing, he predicted a first round KO, and then he got KO'd later on in the fight. So I think it was more embarrassment why he left the ring right away. He did show up to the post-fight press conference and still had the same confidence he did before the fight. Yeah. Um, he said he, he felt he won every round. He felt um, well, he, Com- felt he was dominating. CompuBox gave him the first two. Huh? Uh, CompuBox, I believe, gave him the first two. I gave him the first three. I had Roley winning the fight up until the knockout. I had Roley winning the first three rounds and then tanked the last two going into that last round. Yeah, I thought um, at the end, the last minute of the third of the third quarter, third quarter, the third round, uh, well, football third, season coming up, eh? <laughs> playoffs, game seven tonight, Boston and Miami. That's what's on my mind. Um, so, uh, at the end of the third round, Tank started. I, I felt Tank started to pick it up a little bit. Fourth round, like rounds three, four, and five, I marked as close rounds. Mm-hmm. Rounds three, I marked for for Roley, and the uh, four and five, I got for Tank, but they were close rounds. I just, I just thought slowly. Tank was was working his way up, like figuring his timing, figuring out what he can do. Um, he did. He really does have respectable power at the at the post fight press conference. That's why I always like listen to the post fight press conference because like the fighters will tell you like the what you know the the what really happened during the fight. Um, and and Tank admitted he said I felt his power. Yo, he does have power. Tank did admit that he said he got caught early and he 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 knew he had to be careful. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the reasons why he was he wasn't throwing as much in in those first couple of rounds. He got caught, and he knew he had to you know really be on point for for that counter punch. Yeah, so, yeah. definitely. You know, they were both really feeling each other in the first two rounds. Uh, they were really feeling each other out, man, showing respect of power for both sides. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, as as really Romero, man, you know he he does have that power. Uh, you know, he displayed that in his uh, in his press conference uh, workout. You know, he's got big power in those hands. Uh, I think he was just letting his emotion take over a little too much. And uh, he wasn't able to sit down on those punches the way he wanted to. Also, uh, Davis was moving a lot around the outside of the ring. Something that, you know, Davis is not really 
that's not his comfort zone, man. He's usually the one pressing. He's usually the one in the center of the ring, standing his ground. But uh, you know, Roley had him on the Roley had him on the defense, man, and had him uh, you know fighting off that back foot on that counter shot. And it goes to show you with that big left hand, you know, slip yeah. that, slip that jab, come out, throws up that big left. Roley Romero had nothing nothing to do but but just hit the mat. You know, if those ropes weren't there, he would have ended up in the lap of the judges. Oh yes, that's why. That's thanks for bringing that up. Yes, um, because his momentum was coming forward so much and he walked into that straight left, if those ropes weren't there, yeah. that would have been a face first. Into the, into the, yeah, he would have been face first right, right down. Uh, I'm surprised he got back to his feet as quick as he did, uh, just to show the kids got hurt and those, uh, you know, those survival mm -hmm. injuries. Uh, he did get up, man. But, uh, you know, the referee uh, stopped it perfectly, man. It was a good call. Uh, Romero was not ready to step back in there and take another couple of shots no. from Davis. Uh, he was not with it. He still looked like he wasn't with it on his way back to the dressing room. Uh, you know, still, still kind of dazed, still wondering what's going on. That was a big shot. Um, definitely when you watch it in slow-mo. <laughs> Carl, don't kill me, Carl. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yes, man, I got a, the summer, man. It's Hawaiian, the Hawaiian stuff, you know. He's, he's loving my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so, but honestly, man, uh, you know, big fight last night. Uh, great results, man. Uh, Tank Davis coming through. He did it a little earlier than I thought he was going to do. I was calling it for, you know, eighth, ninth round. Oh, hold on, Mike. Can you please confirm? Because I some just I texted a few people. They're acting like they don't, they don't believe me. Can you please confirm that I did predict a six-round KO? Yes. For the fight. Yes. Yes, he did. Thank you. Folks, he predicted it. It happened. Six round KO. It was predicted by Cedric. Go back to the archives of this show and you will see that we talk about it in great depth. And I called it a little later on in the rounds. It was called by Cedric. Sixth round KO. He came through. Big, big one there, man. That's for sure. It's out of Graham's wardrobe. No, it's not Graham's wardrobe. I'd be wearing a bow tie with it. <laughs> um, um, honestly, quick questions there, Mike. Um, Carl's asking, does he does Tank resign with Mayweather? That's uh, I believe he will. I think what's happening is just just like any athlete in any sport, they're just testing the waters to see if anybody's going to offer more money. You know, just just to see just to see what 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 other offers are out there. You know, you got Eddie Hearn, you got Top. I don't think he's going to sign with Top Rank. Nah, but, um, nah, nah, nah. You got you got Eddie Hearn, you got a few, a few other guys out there. So. Um, it's going to be interesting there. You know, he's going to, I'm assuming he's just going to take the best offer. Whoever's going to give me the most money. I'm going to go with them. So he made 2 million last night off that fight. Uh, Rolly Romero walked away with 500 grand. Uh, Tank Davis was guaranteed that 2 million win or lose. Uh, you know, he did it in great fashion and, uh, won that 2 million with a great knockout, man, to uh, improve his record to now 27 to no. Uh, you know what? Also in that fight though, uh, we got to talk about uh, you know the undercard a little bit. It was it was a great fight, man. Uh, in the co-main event, Cuban star, uh, here's Lenda Lara, 29, mm. three and three with 17 KOs, dominated. Yeah, yeah, he dominated. Who was 31 and five, 21 KOs. Uh, that was a right, a good yeah. stoppage, a rightful stoppage by the referee. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, two division champion who landed 54 percent of his power punches in the belt. Laura waited patiently for uh, you know his opening against the aggressive O'Sullivan and broke through for the first time late in round four. Uh, he sent O'Sullivan down in the closing moments of the round, 
uh, with a blistering counter left hand that hurt him before dropping him with a straight right hand. Um, O'Sullivan was again saved by the bell in round five as Laura hurt him as the round, uh, uh, you know, came down to an end there. Uh, he came with a right hook, straight left combination, showing the precision um, that has made him renowned as one of the sport's most skilled fighters for years. Uh, Laura struck again at the end of round seven, wobbling O'Sullivan severely moments before the, uh, the bell rang again. After receiving attention from the ringside physician before round eight, O'Sullivan ran into another straight left hand from Laura early in the round, prompting referee uh, Estevez to wave off the belt with 23 seconds into the frame. Um, you know, the telecast also saw rising star Jesus Mano Romanos earn a unanimous decision win over rugged uh, battler Luke Santamera. Uh, you know what? It's crazy fights, man. Uh, 21-year-old Ramos was able to uh, impose his size advantage from the outs um, from the outset, man, uh, pushing Santamera backward and forcing him into the fight uh, to fight off the ropes for much of the fight. Uh, with the victory, Ramos was able to avenge his uncle Abel Ramos, who lost to Santamera in February. So you know what? There was some other uh, some grudges last night, man. In those fights, it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed the only fight that we got to watch this weekend. It was wonderful, man. But shout out to our man Gervonta Tank Davis coming through with that. Yeah, real real quick, Carl in the chat saying you're taking a bow because you got one right at last. No, <laughs> actually, Carl, I predicted uh, uh, Charlo's uh, um, tenth tenth round knockout of Castano, and I also predicted Bival to beat Canelo. I predict I predicted Bival by split decision. He won by unanimous. Yeah. So no, I get I get, I get, I get no, he gives it to right. He gives it to right. Can the channel give Mike a budget for some clothing, please? Eventually, <laughs> so all you subscribers out there, please buy those memberships so I can, so can get a new shirt to please our friend and comrade over in the UK, Carl at Last Bell Boxing. Because unfortunately, this shirt's a little too bright and it might be blinding him this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tanya Fight fans, thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Knockout of the Week. Shout out to our man, Gervonta Tank Davis, retaining his title. I believe this is what his – this was his 12th title defense um, and been successful, man. And you know what? Congratulations to you with the knockout of the week. Shout out to our man, Carl, from the UK. If you haven't yet, man, check that out. Last Bell Boxing. You can find that on YouTube. Great show every Thursday. Shout out to you, Carl. Thanks for all the comments. Uh, definitely, yeah, let's start a GoFundMe page for me and my shirts. <laughs> <laughs> uh Cedric, you have anything you want to say before you get out of here? Um, nothing, man. Just um closing closing um remarks on uh tank. You know, that one one thirty-five pound um area division is uh stacked with some good fights. Definitely. What is next for both fighters? Um Roley's still young in his career. He still um still has a you know, he still has a good career or against uh, ahead of him. He just yeah. went up against one of the hardest punchers in boxing. One of yeah. one of the strongest knockout artists in the sport of boxing, and um, and did good and was winning the fight until he got until he got stopped. So yeah. he, I think he still has a good future in front of him. As for Tank, um, you know, finance financially, I probably you know what thing I I want to see is I want to see him stop Ryan Garcia. That's what I think next for him. There's that's a good that's fight that's that can be made. Next. I think we have to see that next. I think it's got to be Tank, Ryan Garcia. We got to get that one done. We got to get it on the books mm -hmm. and settled before the end of this year. 
Uh, I think it'll be a great fight. And uh, that, that definitely that will be a war between two mm. very skilled boxers. And that definitely needs to happen. Uh, first thing for Tank, though, he's got to figure out where he's signing first. And that's the first thing for him. Uh, then, then we can address that whole maybe rematch with Romero. I don't know if that'll really happen. Um, some people might want to see it. Some people might not want to see it at all. But that's what it is, man. It's boxing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all you guys who tuned in today for this episode of the Knockout of the Week. Make sure you join us next week. Same time, same channel, new Knockout. And join us tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You know what it is, man. Prospect. We'll be touching on him from around the world. Come join us, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you haven't, like and share. Tell all your friends. Hit up TalkingFight.com. Hit that subscribe. You know what to do. Shout out to Carl for all the comments. Much love and respect. We'll be in touch. We'll see you Thursday. Little man, I'm watching you too, brother. I'm watching you too. (laughs) You know what it is, man. We'll see you next week. Same time, same channel. New knockout. Knuckle up.